0: December 26th. And now, as we turn our attention to the reading of the New Testament, today's reading will be from the book of Revelation, chapter 17, verses 1 through 18. We'll see that each person must identify with either the harlot or the bride. There can be no compromise. The woman represents the ultimate in godless world religion, and she is joined with government carried by the beast, by the way, and corrupts everything she touches. The bride is the true church of Jesus Christ, cleansed by His blood and destined for glory. Participating in false religion is like committing adultery. You are unfaithful to the one to whom you pledged your love. The harlot was popular for a time, but then her lovers turned on her and destroyed her. Now, the Antichrist will use a world church to get himself into power and then establish his own religion. Though Christians must be good citizens and seek to influence government for the Lord, the church must not marry political systems. The systems will only use the church to promote their own plans and then abandon it. Christ's kingdom is not of this world, and the enemy is spiritual. We must use spiritual weapons to fight spiritual enemies. And now let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. December 26th, Revelation chapter 17, verses 1 through 18. One of the seven angels who had poured out the seven bowls came over and spoke to me, John, come with me, he said and I will show you the judgment that is going to come on the great prostitute who sits on many waters. The rulers of the world have had immoral relations with her, and the people who belong to this world have been made drunk by the wine of her immorality. So the angel took me in spirit into the wilderness. There I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that had seven heads and ten horns written all over with blasphemies against God. The woman wore purple and scarlet clothing and beautiful jewelry made of gold and precious gems and pearls. She held in her hand a gold goblet full of obscenities and the impurities of her immorality. A mysterious name was written on her forehead, Babylon the Great, "'mother of all prostitutes and obscenities in the world. "'I could see that she was drunk, "'drunk with the blood of God's holy people "'who were witnesses for Jesus. "'I stared at her completely amazed. "'Why are you so amazed?' the angel asked. "'I will tell you the mystery of this woman "'and of the beast with seven heads and ten horns. "'The beast you saw was alive, but isn't now.' and yet he will soon come up out of the bottomless pit and go to eternal destruction. And the people who belong to this world, whose names were not written in the book of life from before the world began, will be amazed at the reappearance of this beast who had died. And now understand this. The seven heads of the beast represent the seven hills of the city where this woman rules. They also represent seven kings five kings have already fallen, the sixth now reigns, and the seventh is yet to come. But his reign will be brief. The scarlet beast that was alive and then died is the eighth king. He is like the other seven, and he too will go to his doom. His ten horns are ten kings who have not yet risen to power. They will be appointed to their kingdoms for one brief moment, to reign with the beast. They will all agree to give their power and authority to him. Together they will wage war against the Lamb. But the Lamb will defeat them, because he is Lord over all lords, and King over all kings, and his people are the called and chosen and faithful ones. And the angel said to me, The waters where the prostitute is sitting represents masses of people of every nation and language. The scarlet beast and his ten horns, which represent ten kings who will reign with him, all hate the prostitute. They will strip her naked, eat her flesh, and burn her remains with fire. For God has put a plan into their minds, a plan that will carry out his purposes they will mutually agree to give their authority to the scarlet beast, and so the words of God will be fulfilled. And this woman you saw in your vision represents the great city that rules over the kings of the earth. Psalm 145, verses 1 through 21. David extols the Lord for His greatness, and grace and goodness and glory, and generosity. If you're having a hard time praising the Lord today, that should help you get started. God's people will praise Him forever. So we need to learn to do it today, day by day, in all circumstances, in all things, give praise and thanks to the Lord. David extols the Lord as an encouragement to others. Members of each generation need to learn to praise the Lord, so your praise is an example and witness to them. Are others growing in their worship because of you? David hears all God's works praising him. Nature takes on new meaning and new beauty when you realize this. When you live a life of praise, you have the Lord's help in every situation. If you stumble, he helps you up. If you're hungry, he feeds you. If you call, he draws near. No wonder David blessed the Lord so much. Psalm 145, verses 1-21. through A Psalm of Praise of David. I will praise you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. I will bless you every day, and I will praise you forever. Great is the Lord! He is most worthy of praise. His greatness is beyond discovery. Let each generation tell its children of your mighty acts. I will meditate on your majestic, glorious splendor and your wonderful miracles. Your awe-inspiring deeds will be on every tongue. I will proclaim your greatness. Everyone will share the story of your wonderful goodness. They will sing with joy of your righteousness. The Lord is kind and merciful, slow to get angry full of unfailing love. The Lord is good to everyone. He showers compassion on all His creation. All of your works will thank you, Lord, and your faithful followers will bless you. They will talk together about the glory of your kingdom. They will celebrate examples of your power. They will tell about your mighty deeds and about the majesty and glory of your reign. For your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. You rule generation after generation. The Lord is faithful in all he says. He is gracious in all he does. The Lord helps the fallen and lifts up those bent beneath their loads. All eyes look to you for help. You give them their food as they need it. When you open your hand, You satisfy the hunger and thirst of every living being. The Lord is righteous in everything He does. He is filled with kindness. The Lord is close to all who call on Him. Yes, to all who call on Him sincerely. He fulfills the desires of those who fear Him. He hears their cries for help and rescues them. The Lord protects all those who love Him, but He destroys the wicked. I will praise the Lord, and everyone on earth will bless His holy name forever and forever. Proverbs 30, verse 32 If you have been a fool by being proud or plotting evil, don't brag about it. Cover your mouth with your hand in shame.